Chapter 8 of An American in the Making The Life Story of an Immigrant by Marcus Eli Ravage. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 8 How Do You Like America? No, my first impression of America was right, and no mistake. With every day that passed, I became more and more overwhelmed at the degeneration of my fellow countrymen in this new home of theirs. Even their names had become emasculated and devoid of either character or meaning. Mordecai, a name full of romantic association, had been changed to the insipid monosyllable Max. Rebecca, mother of the race, was in America, Becky. Samuel had been shorn to Sam, Abraham to Abe, Israel to Izzy. The surprising dearth of the precious words betrayed a most lamentable lack of imagination. Whole battalions of people were called Joe. The Harrys alone could have repopulated Vaslui, and of Morris's there was no end. With the women folk, matters went even worse. It did not seem to matter at all what one had been called at home. The first step toward Americanization was to fall into one or the other of the two great tribes of Rosies and Annies. This distressing transformation, I discovered before long, went very much deeper than occupation and the externals of fashion. It pervaded every chamber of their life. Cut adrift suddenly from their ancient moorings, they were floundering in a sort of moral void. Good manners and good conduct, reverence and religion, had all gone by the board, and the reason was that these things were not american a grossness of behavior a loudness of speech a certain repellent quotes american smartness in intercourse were thought necessary if one did not want to be taken for a greenhorn or a boor the ancient racial respect for elders had completely disappeared everybody was alike addressed as thou and say and the worst of it was that when one contemplated American old age, one was compelled to admit that there was a good deal of justification for slighting it. It had forfeited its claim to deference, because it had thrown away its dignity. Tottering grandfathers, with one foot in the grave, had snipped off their white beards and laid aside their skull-caps and their snuff-boxes, and paraded round the streets of a saturday afternoon with cigarettes in their mouths when they should have been lamenting the loss of the holy city in the study room adjoining the synagogue and old women with crinkled faces had doffed their perukes and their cashmere kerchiefs and donned the sleeveless frocks of their daughters and adopted the frivolities of the powder puff and the lipstick the younger folk, in particular, had undergone an intolerable metamorphosis. 
as they succeeded in picking up english more speedily than their elders they assumed a defiant attitude toward their parents which the latter found themselves impotent to restrain and in too many cases secretly approved as a step toward the emancipation of their offspring parents indeed were altogether helpless under the domination of their own children there prevailed a superstition in the quarter to the effect that the laws of america gave the father no power over the son and that the police stood ready to interfere in behalf of the youngsters if any attempt to carry out the barbarous european notion of family relations were made thus the younger generation was master of the situation and kept the older in wholesome terror of itself mere slips of boys and girls went around together and called it love after the american fashion the dance halls were thronged with them the parks saw them on the benches in pairs until all hours of the morning and they ran things in their parents homes to suit themselves particularly when their families were partially dependent on them for support darker things than these were happening these were the shameful days when allen street in the heart of little rumania was honeycombed with houses of evil repute and the ignorant untamed daughters of immigrants furnished the not always unwilling victims and for the first time in history jewish young men by the score were drifting into the ranks of the criminal the young however were not the only offenders the strong wine of american freedom was going to the heads of all ages alike the newspapers of the ghetto were continually publishing advertisements and offering rewards for the arrest of men who had deserted their wives and children hundreds of husbands who had parted from their families in europe with tears in their eyes and had promised quite sincerely to send for them as soon as they had saved up enough money were masquerading as bachelors and offering themselves in wedlock to younger women for love or for money very often the entanglement reached that screaming stage which lies on the borderland of tragedy and farce when the european wife having been secretly and hurriedly sent for by her american relatives appeared on the scene and dragged the culprit before the rabbi or the law court whence had my countrymen got their sickening habits of carelessness and downright filthiness it was impossible to pass through the streets after dark without being hit from above by a parcel of garbage or a pail of dirty water where was the good of dressing the children in expensive white clothes and white kid shoes and apparently never washing their poor little shrunken pale faces a new pest of scurrying creatures unheard of at home had made their appearance here which shared the dwellings of my friends and got into their food and their beds and the amazing part of it was that 
no one seemed to mind them beyond making jokes about them and using the word by which they were called as a nickname for one's neighbors or even as a pet name for one's own offspring ah the blessed life we had left behind and for what to chase after a phantom raised by Koza the fanatic and the humbug to follow a will of the wisp and sink into the quagmire of this repulsive gehenna back there at home the houses were low and made of mud and instead of hardwood floors the ground was plastered with fresh clay mixed with manure to give it solidity which had to be renewed every friday a family occupied but one room or two at the most but the houses were individual and sufficient and the yard was spacious and green in summer filled with trees and flowers to delight the senses businessmen scarcely earned in a week what a peddler or an operator made here in a day but they were free men and had a standing in the community and with god's help they supported their families in decency they were not unattached drifting nobodies as everyone was here life ran along smoothly on an unpretentious plane there was no ambition for extravagance and therefore no unhappiness through the lack of luxuries homes in vaslui were not furnished with parlor sets of velvet and the women folk did not wear diamonds to market but on the other hand they did not have to endure the insolence of the installment agent who made a fearful scene whenever he failed to receive his weekly payment no one was envious because his neighbor's wife had finer clothes and costlier jewels than his own had the pride of a family was in its godliness and in its respected forebearers such luxury as there was consisted in heavy copper utensils and silver candelabra which were passed on as heirlooms from generation to generation solid substantial things not the fleeting vanities of dress and upholstery the prices of things in america were extortionate the rental per month for a dark noisome quotes, apartment on rivington street would have paid for a dwelling in vaslui for an entire year a shave cost ten cents which was half a franc if we had had to pay that much for it in vaslui the whole community would have turned barbers when i asked my cousin landlady how much my room rent would come to she told me that every one paid fifty cents a week two francs fifty i tried to calculate all the possible things that my parents could buy for that vast sum at home if i were to desist from the extravagance of living in a house and i resolved that as soon as i found work i would try to devise some substitute and send the money home where it could be put to some sane use my americanized compatriots were not happy by their own confession 
as long as they kept at work or prospered at peddling they affected a hollow gaiety and delighted in producing a roll of paper dollars which they always carried loose in their pockets instead of keeping them securely in purses as at home on the least provocation and frequented the coffee-houses and indulged in high talk about their abilities and their prosperity and patronizingly inquired of the greenhorn how he liked america and smiled in a knowing way when the greenhorn replied by cursing columbus but no sooner did he lose his job or fail in the business of peddling than he changed his tune and sighed for the flesh-pots of his native home and hung his head when asked how he was getting on and anathematized america and became interested in socialism at such times it was quite apparent that america's hold on his affections was very precarious a thing that needed constant reinforcing by means of very definite material adhesives to keep it from ignominious collapse how feeble his attachment to his adoptive land was and how easily his sentiments shifted from adoration to indifference or contempt was strikingly illustrated by the various and contrasting names he had for america now it was gratefully termed the home of freedom and then with a shade of irony in the tone he referred to it as the land of gold if he brought home a satisfactory bargain from the pushcart merchant he beamed and sang the praises of the all-right country and the next moment if the article turned out to be discolored or rotten or otherwise defective he fussed and fumed and swore that there never had been such a stronghold of fakes in all the world as this same america his fondest hope was to become a citizenic of the republic but the merest scratching of the surface showed beyond a doubt that his desire for naturalization did not have its roots in any conversion to the principles of democratic self-government but rather in certain eminently human motives abe sussman for instance entertained an ambition to become a street cleaner because he hated peddling and because his brother-in-law joel who had come here before him was in that service jake field had a crippled mother at home who had once before been brought over at ruinous expense only to be excluded by the despots of ellis island he was certain that the american government would think twice before rejecting the parent of a full-fledged voter joe Katchka was perfectly frank in telling you that if he only had a pull with the district leader which of course he could not have as long as he had no papers he could get a letter from him to the streetcar company superintendent which added to his fine command of english would at once get him a job as a conductor harry heller's ambitions were not quite so soaring he too craved a pull with the governing powers 
but only for the modest purpose of making the renewal of his peddler's license less troublesome and of assaging the rapacity of the policeman as a greenhorn i got my share of the ridicule and the condescension and the bullying that fell to the lot of my kind in my cousin's house i was constantly meeting americanized young men who came to call on the girls and invariably i must submit to the everlasting question and its concomitant the idle grin how do you like america well after what i have given you of my impressions you may readily guess that i did not like america that indeed i very emphatically hated america in my most courageous moments which usually came to me when my young gentleman questioner was particularly insistent and particularly stupid i declared so openly and with great stress which declaration of mine was regularly met with loud peals of superior laughter interspersed with phrases of that miserable gibberish which the americanized of the foreign colony fondly regard as english and which even in those first days i recognized for the sham it was after such encounters i came away hating america more than ever yes i hated america very earnestly on my first acquaintance with her and yet i must confess here and now that for a whole year every letter that came from my parents in vaslui was an offer to return home and that i steadily refused to accept it those letters by the by added their very considerable share to the tragic burden of my readjustment for my parents suggested that if i liked america well enough to remain there they would endeavor to raise the money and join me and to this i was constrained to reply vaslui is not for me and america is not for you dear parents mine these words were obviously a confession that our separation must remain indefinite i did not want my parents to come to america because i could not endure the thought of father as a match peddler on orchard street and since he was neither a shoemaker nor a woman's tailor nor a master of any of the other profitable professions in america and since i was as yet far from equal to the task of supporting the family there was nothing for us to do but to rest apart but the odd thing was that i declined the alternative offer somehow even in those dark days of greenhornhood an occasional ray would penetrate through the gloom and reveal another america than that of the slums and in the meantime the east side ghetto was my america a theater within a theater as it were no it was even more circumscribed than that the outsider may imagine that the ghetto is a unified homogeneous country 
but a little more intimate acquaintance will rectify that mistake there are in it strata and substrata each with a culture a tradition and a method of life peculiar to itself the east side is not a colony it is a miniature federation of semi-independent allied states to be sure it is a highly compact union territorially one traverses a square and lo he finds himself in a new polity the leap in civilization from ridge street to madison street is a much wider one than that between philadelphia and seattle the line of demarcation is drawn sharply even to the point of language the most obvious of national distinctions though both speak yiddish the jew from austrian poland will at first hardly understand his co-religionist from lithuania their dialects differ enormously in accent and intonation and very appreciably in vocabulary and each separate group entertains a humorous kindly contempt for the speech and the manners and the foibles of all the others as i had come from vaslui it was my lot to settle in that odd bit of world which i have referred to as little rumania it was bounded on the east by clinton street and with little galicia extending on the other side to the east river by grand street on the south with the russians and lithuanians beyond and on the north lay the untracked wilds surrounding tompkins square park which to me was the vast dark continent of the real americans even as far back as nineteen hundred this little rumania was beginning to assume a character of its own already it had more restaurants than the russian quarter establishments with signs in english and rumanian and platters of liver paste chopped eggplant and other distinctive edibles in the windows on rivington street and on allen street the rumanian delicatessen store was making its appearance with its goose pastrami and kegs of ripe olives and tubs of salted vine leaves which when wrapped around ground meat make a most delicious dish and the moon-shaped cascaval cheese made of sheep's milk and most important of all the figure of an impossible american version of a rumanian shepherd in holiday costume with a flute at his waxen lips standing erect in the window unlike the other groups of the ghetto the rumanian is a bon vivant and a pleasure lover therefore he did not long delay to establish the pastry shop while his russian neighbor was establishing the lecture platform whither of a saturday afternoon after his nap he would betake himself with his friends and his ladies and consume dozens of dainty confections with ice-cold water he it was also who out of a complex desire to serve his stomach and his faith 
brought forth an institution which has now become universal in america the dairy lunchroom which owing to the exigencies of religion was originally just what it is called a place where nothing but the most palatable dishes built out of milk and milk products were to be had and where no morsel that had been in the vicinity of meat could be obtained for love or money and most characteristic of all he transplanted that unique near eastern affair the kazim or coffee house which is a place of congregation for the socially minded and where the drinking of a fragrant pasty turkish coffee is merely incidental to a game of cards or billiards or dominoes this was america and for this we had walked here a gay roumanian city framed in the stench and the squalor and the oppressive noisy tenements of new york's dingiest slums as i have already intimated of the broader life and the cleaner air of that vast theatre within which this miniature stage was set i was hardly aware what i knew of it came to me vaguely by hearsay in occasional allusions to a hazy remote world called variously uptown and the south to which the more venturesome of my fellows now and then resorted only to find their spunk failing them and to return forthwith in addition there was the policeman who made life miserable for the peddler while accepting his bribe he was a representative of uptown for as soon as his tyrannical day's work was over he vanished into the mysteries of that uncharted region there was likewise the schoolteacher with her neat figure and sweet smile and a bevy of admiring little children always clinging to her skirts as she tried to make her way from the corner of eldridge street uptown now and then in my search for work i wandered into broadway and across fifth avenue and stared at the extravagant displays in the shop windows and the obvious wealth judging from their clothes of the passers-by but altogether i remained untouched by the life of greater america it merely brushed me in passing but it was too far removed from my sphere to affect me one way or the other End of chapter 8